Gentlemen, hello, good evening. I'm Alicia Carrick, and this is Emily Milling. Welcome, everybody. We are so excited for you to be here with us listening today, and we hope that either you have wine or you don't have wine. We can't decide anymore, but we, we do know that we're not capable of drinking a bottle of wine each in one sitting. Hence, we are not Wine Darlings Podcast, so that's the history of our Correct. first name. <laughs> and who do yes. we have with us today, yes. Emily? We've got our very favorite Julia Jones darling with us. Hello! Oh, Julia Jones. Welcome. Welcome to the show where we just do a lot of improv and a little variety throughout. Uh, variety being more improv <laughs> in different shapes and forms. Thank you so much for having me. We'll stop with the voice. I'm now. glad you picked <laughs> the troop member who has the least improv experience. So... Good on ya. <laughs> Julia is uh, one-fifth of our Big Chick Energy troupe, and your improv skills will improve by the end of this evening. They definitely will, because good, we're going to make you do fine. a lot of stupid shit, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is the best place I'm so excited. for it. You can't see it, listeners, but she's smiling. That or her screen's frozen. Yeah, her screen's frozen. So we think she's smiling. We'll never really know. <laughs> oh, balls. So, Julia. Can you see me moving again? Yes. Am I back? Now, listener, you can't see okay, it, great. but Julia is just hurling herself about her high school teenage bedroom. Mm. It's painted a, a light lilac purple, and she's got a poster of what looks like Alec Baldwin and maybe... Jessica Alba? Uh, Mariah Carey. I'm not entirely sure. Mm. Does it say princess pedophiles? What does that say? Do you want me to explain it or should we just leave it at whatever you no, said? No, I think, I think the listeners want to know. I want to know too, frankly. Yeah, because uh, why would I ever promote princess pedophiles? That's awful. No, so <laughs> it's um, a poster my mom got signed when she was in New York City a while ago. She saw a show called Promises, Promises. It's a musical inspired or based on the film The Apartment starring Jack Lemmon and Shirley MacLaine. The two people that have signed, well, three people have signed it, but the two stars have signed it. And the two stars are Kristen Chenoweth mm. and Sean Hayes from Will and Grace. Cool. So that's what that is. It's not mine. It's my mom's. <laughs> but I don't live here as often, so she just puts all her crap in my room now. I, I think it's great that it's hanging there and that she's taken over your space. It's not mine. It's my mom's. <laughs> So, yep. <laughs> tell us about yourself. Who are you? How do we know each other? Give people some context. Sure. So, my name is Julia Mother Effa Jones. I am saved Mother in some... Effa. I am saved in some people's phones as that. Mm -hmm. Thanks to the movie <laughs> Horrible Bosses. Uh, yeah, fun fact. Um, <laughs> uh, so, I work in... TV, mostly as a production coordinator, production assistant. I do sketch writing, and I'm looking to pursue t TV writing. Multifaceted. Doing my best. Doing my best. That's all the world can ask of anyone, right? Exactly. That's exactly. Awesome. You're also an accomplished uh, rapper, I will add. Are you? That's... And that's not just gift wrapping, okay? Mm. Julia wrote a sketch song rap about Spanx with me, but it was her idea, and I am forever indebted to Julia for coming up with that crazy idea. Can we get a little Honestly, taste? Can we give them a taste? Yeah. You know. Yeah, sure. Like a, like a okay. favorite line? Oh. Um, like a quick trailer. What was your, your one line that you really loved, Julia, that you wrote? Double up. Uh, 
control top for my extra rolls. It rhymed with that. Oh, <laughs> control top for I'm my- I'm wearing twice the panties, hose. Yeah. <laughs> this is a ridiculous line. I'm wearing twice the panties. It's hose. a great, a great segment. I call I don't know bit. If you guys want to see it, it's on uh, Big Chick Energy Sketch. Julia sure and Emily rock, including the, the first time we performed it live. So true. at the JCB. Yeah. Oh yeah. We should write. So you guys were in sketch writing together. Yes. Yeah. That is where I met Emily in the uh, sketch writing program at Second City. And then we actually got to perform together in Writing 5. There we go. And that was awesome. That's when the magic happened. It really was. Yeah. And the like, guys were like, oh, yeah, we're vibing. Let's work together. Yeah. we. I mean, we literally would just study together with our Harry Potter suits on. We wore suits of Harry Potter. And that's how we turned it into magic. That's how. What, that's where the magic came from. The magic comes yeah. from you two meeting <laughs> and the creativity therein. Also, yeah. your individually knitted Harry Potter scarves. Oh my god, I definitely did do that as I a child. I can picture that. I wasn't sure if you were joking. I definitely. It's actually just one scarf. scarf that we share. We have to mm. wear it when we work together. It's true. It's very uncomfortable, but especially it works. in the summer heat, hey, oh it keeps the magic flowing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then big chick energy. Yes. Yeah. It's just us again. <laughs> Why not? It's our podcast. Who yeah, cares? I think that's the yeah. only reason people make podcasts is to talk about themselves. Of course it is. Yeah. Way. yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions, Julia. So are you going to be ready for this? No, but I'm going to do it anyways. This? All right. That is the spirit. Of <laughs> what is your favorite cereal? Ooh, Honey Nut Cheerios for now. For now. What do you alternate between? Cheerios <laughs> and Honey Nut Cheerios. And Honey Nut wow. Cheerios. Okay. Thank you. But what's your favorite midnight snack? Oh, like everything I can find. So Honey Nut Cheerios and Cheerios. Mm. Sometimes I'll get crazy yeah. and then put them both in the bowl. And it's like, what am I going to get? What? <laughs> what about the multigrain Cheerios? You ever dabble with a multigrain? No, I don't fuck with There's that. There's no sweetness in the milk after. Too much wholeness? Too grainy? I don't know. I'm just like, who am I kidding? It's not real. <laughs> it's not a real grain. It's not real grains. It's that corporate <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Do you ever splurge and get like a fruit loop? <laughs> oh, yeah. When I was a kid, I, I was like... Oh, it was like corn pops and then Fruit Loops. Um, mm. Oh, Lucky Charms. The rot your teeth. All brands. the sugary cereals. I don't eat them anymore. Mm. Like they're like my guilty, guilty pleasure. Julia, why are you guilty though? I feel specifically guilty about how unhealthy it is, how sugary it is, and just how like how it just makes me feel afterwards. Like in the moment, it's great, but then I realize, oh, I've eaten an entire box. Mm. So it's not about the time that we hit a body. After you murdered it, this isn't it, the the guilt is not about that. Well, because that was awful. Well, they had it coming. You know, I do things for a reason. <laughs> you do. You always have a good reason. Your neighbors aren't that bad, though, are they? <laughs> well, you know what they did. I know what they did. I mean, like all they did was leave a little piece of tape on your door, and and then you decided that was a reason to murder them. I mean, but Emily, it was masking tape. Oh, that shit leaves Julia's a residue. Julia's masquerading as a non-serial killer, and I feel like the world needs to know how venomous she truly is. We know, kill them with kindness or your car. Either or works. <laughs> Clearly, Julia has no shame about murdering people, so I guess the murder portion of this podcast, the murder mystery portion, is over. 
Julia did I it. I thought it would take a lot longer to get to this point, but it wasn't yeah, really, Julia did it. It wasn't really a mystery if you just automatically out me. <laughs> we really let that one build. <laughs> Storytelling. Julia, when I was growing up, I kept a picture of you and McGregor circa 2006, I believe, or 2004, whenever Moulin Rouge came out. And I had it printed half the page and I kept it in my wallet. Did you ever have an obsession with anybody so much so that you may have printed out a picture and written I love you in gel pen all over it? <laughs> Gold. I definitely have. Such a sexy way to ask that question too. Julia, did you have a did you ever have an obsession so big? <laughs> Do you like Ewan McGregor? Did you write with your gel pens? I love you. Yeah, I, I do love the way you both said gel pens. That was mm. really hot. Gel with my gel pens. So jelly, jelly pens. Maybe a maybe a, a southern lilt. An eight and a half by fourteen, hand drawn poster of your favorite person. Oh, glitter gels. You know, I drew a lot as a kid, but I never really drew celebrities. I probably drew like mm. Disney princesses. Oh, I was yeah. never that dedicated, Alicia. That's fine. <laughs> I went hard on the Moulin Rouge. I don't regret it. I mean, who doesn't love Ewan McGregor in the Star Wars prequels? Like, I thought it was pretty cute, especially in, like, Phantom Menace, because mm-hmm. he doesn't have the that beard. crazy beard. Emily he's is holding good. back. <laughs> still he's looking it. good. He's, uh, he's, he's got a face, which is good. I still have, have a picture. If I was super prepared, I would have gotten it out of my memory box. What's in your wow. memory box, Julia? In my memory box? Yes. Ooh, that's a good question. I actually do have like a... You are in your high school bedroom, so you can just go get it. Well, it's in the basement, and I don't know where my mom oh. put it. It's like, it's far away. I recently found a box of old notes from my friends, and they're all like bent. You know, that cool way of t- passing notes. Right. Yeah. It was all just hot gossip, and... It was pretty boring. How do you, what is boring hot gossip though? Like what specifically was so boring? Just anybody, like, just like little things that you talk about. Like so-and-so looked at me, did you see them at lunch? Yeah, I saw him talking to her. Like it was just boring. Oh my God. I know. Who's talking to who? Yeah, like I wasn't like a huge (sighs) drama person. So my Hmm. note stuff was mainly about like, oh, you know, talk to so-and-so on MSN for four hours. (laughs) Still not talking in person. Do you remember your MSN? Do you guys remember your first MSN crushes? Yeah. I mean, I had like 50 billion. 50 billion. Give a first name. Just one name. Okay, so so here's a creepy stalkery thing from my youth. So Mm. you guys remember Degrassi, Mm -hmm. but not the original. The new generation or whatever, the next generation. So Jake Epstein, do you, got, do you guys know who that is? Sure do. You do? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, was into, so, I was into Degrassi for a little bit. He played Craig. I was so obsessed I loved, with this guy. Oh, like, yeah. me and a couple of other girls at school just fucking loved him. And so, like, I was on his, like, fan forum all the time, constantly checking it. And, like, all mm-hmm. these other fans were, like, so obsessed. And there were, like, two or three pictures that were his headshots that were circulating. Everyone was like, do you have this one? Do you have this one? I'm like, I've got that one. I've got them all. They're printed off. They're, like, hanging over my bed, whatever, with another one of Devin Sawa right beside it. And I kiss it before I go to bed, right? So, like, on this forum, I find his Hotmail address. And I add it on MSN. And then on MSN, you were allowed to do, like... Um, a custom like jingle or something or a sound would play when a specific person logs on. And so I changed it to one of his band's songs, which also was like, yeah, really 
impossible to get his band's music because it was it was just like random shows he did in church basements with this like high school band, right? Like this is next level creepy. So anyway, so I put this song on and then one day I heard it. I heard it playing and I remember being in my bedroom and I was like, oh, he's on line. I can talk to him. And so I just type, hey, and he writes back, hey, and, and then I write back immediately, what's up? And he writes back, much later, NMU. And I'm like, not much. Oh, and then he went offline. <laughs> my heart was in my throat. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, I talked to him. And then years later, I would be an extra on the film set of uh, something Charles Bartlett. I totally remember that movie. It was And with he played a very small role in that. And I bumped into him in the hallway. Mm. I didn't actually, I wasn't actually in... The final cut of that film, which is fine because I got to I got to just like rub shoulders literally or elbow whatever. I physically bumped into Jake Epstein just to say that I could, and then texted my friend from high school, and she was like, "What?" I mean, like we were in our twenties at this point, and both of us were losing our minds. It was a little ridiculous. What a lovely story. <laughs> I, have, I don't know if it's lovely. Yeah, Julia, <laughs> I have a question. Did at any point he ask, "Who is this?" No, because you just don't ask. You just don't. You just assume you know this person somehow. Yeah. I don't know why he added me back. Do you add people anyway? Yeah. I don't know if you had a choice. What was? Your, did you have, remember your display picture? Was it a rubber ducky? My email address was Timothy William Burton <sighs> at hotmail.com. So like maybe he thought, oh, is this like a wow. film fan or something? That's a great email. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> wow. Years later, people would email me saying, I love your work. And I'm like, no one checks this account. I made this when I was like 15. <laughs> At the beginning when you said a stalkerish moment, I thought maybe he was going to be like creepy towards you. And I was like, we're, we're no. publicly shaming no. Jacobs. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. We're publicly shaming Emily yeah, Milling. Yeah, it really took a turn. 16 year old, 15 year old oh, idiot. <laughs> but finding his email, like you'd be like, oh, wow. Like then just ballsy to add to MSN. Like good for you. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Jake Epstein. Hope he's well. Is your underwear drawer missing the burning excitement it used to hold for you? Or maybe there was nothing wrong with your underwear drawer at all, but your stupid jerk girlfriend decided that she just wasn't feeling it anymore? Then you might just need Paprika Panties, a new product from someone who should really know better that's sure to reignite that fiery sensation to any cooch. Paprika panties come in delicate little one-ply fabric sachets that are actually just weak-ass toilet paper some Etsy creator stole at a truck stop on the way to her ex-girlfriend's peaceful, secluded cottage where they used to promise eternity to each other until that asshole Elaine came along. Designed for real life, the paprika panty sachet will tuck neatly into any underwear drawer and explode as soon as there's any movement spreading itchy, uncomfortable little grains of hot spice into every crevice of your enemy's unmentionables. <laughs> they won't even know what hit them. And since they're so super eco-conscious, they'll try to wash it all out and save their undies. But what those fuckers don't know is that once paprika panties are unleashed, the fire is there to stay. <laughs> Honestly, they did it to themselves. Paprika panties. The subtle way to set fire to your garbage can of an ex-girlfriend's cheating relationship. <laughs> Burn, baby. Burn. 
Welcome back, everybody. We are back with Advice Column with Julia Jones, myself, Alicia Carrick, and Emily Milling, where you ask us questions and we give you improvised expert advice. So we're going to go to our Advice Column. Julia, could you please highlight some tips and tricks of at-home haircuts for the pandemic. Of course. I mean, having recently cut my own hair, obviously, the best advice I give is the shorter, the better. Mm. You know what? Just take a chunk from the side and cut at least above the eyebrow because you're going to be inside all day and no one's going <laughs> to see it. And the great thing about hair is that it grows back. Absolutely. And it's also mm. the perfect time to find out if it doesn't. So if you cut it above the eyebrows... It might not come back. It's sort of a 50-50 zone. Yes. I mean, it's the risk you have to take. I mean, nothing's going on. Let's add some excitement, add some zhuzh into I like our it. Lives. I like it. So when you wake up, you're kind of like, what's this little bit of hair going to look like in the morning? And you make yourself laugh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Just have that little short section be just an eternal cowlick. Why not? It's just a cowlick on your head forever. Exactly. It's a fashion statement. Now, when you've set up for your haircut, are you putting in mirrors? Are you thinking angles just to maybe get some form of continuity around the cap, the skull cap? <laughs> skull cap? That's where the haircut is above eyebrows. So I'm just thinking it's what? kind of like a floppy mohawk. Mohawk. <laughs> you know? The continuity around just the a cap. Poofy mohawk, the skull cap. Is what I'm envisioning. The mohawk so. area. Mm. <laughs> Go on, Julia. Answer her crazy question. <laughs> With pleasure. I like to avoid mirrors because it only encourages um, being self-conscious. You need to trust your instinct and just go with the vibe. You know, like when you like cut your hair and it just goes like that just yes. excellent sound. The so thicker, the better. Is. It, it, the you're... thicker, the better. Just yeah. <laughs> and the more even. Mm-hmm. If you happen mm-hmm. to have listeners um, a what I call a Maury Povich ponytail, because if anyone ever watched Maury and there was the bits where the women would get their hair cut off and they would give them these massive scissors and they were like the kinds that you, you know, oh like craft God. scissors. We're doing a craft and you hear like <laughs> and they're bigger than the kid's head. And so someone would come in behind and this woman's just going like, no, not my big long hair, which is like to the floor. (laughs) And then you just hear like sheer sounds. It's like gardening, but on your head. So I would just say have the right scissors if you're going to be doing your your own at-home haircut. Um, Thank you so much, expert Julia Jones, for the information on pandemic haircuts. Um, Yeah, well... Uh, here's what I want to add, though, to the the at-home haircutting thing. This is a true story. So I am an expert in this realm now. I've been cutting Justin's hair. He bought some clippers. It came with some very dull scissors. And so I was like, I'm going to give him, like, this perfect haircut. The next day, I just happened to be playing with my own hair. And there's this, like, chunk that appears to be a lot shorter, similar to what Julia has just described. So it is kind of like... What's it going to be like today? And then I do laugh at myself in the mirror because I'm pretty sure I cut my own hair while I was so focused on cutting his <laughs> that it's just this fucking chunk now. I don't remember it being there before, but, uh, you know, if it was, great. If not, it's um, it's it's one of my fun little adventures. It's the cowlick. <laughs> of quarantine. You've got your own cowlick. That it's was the, the cow- goal. 
that, yeah, you know what? I have accomplished this goal. And I'm so glad, Julia, that you described exactly what happened to my hair without even knowing that a fact about me. So that's why they pay me the big bucks. I don't know why. I know. Yeah, we paid Julia about $8,000 to be here. Nobody else ever gets that much money for appearing on our show because neither of us have any more money. Julia is extorting us because she has murdered someone and will murder us if we don't pay her. So this is part of her payment is being on the show. So let's do the next advice on that note. Okay, um, Julia. Stop sounding um, so scared, Emily. Why are you so scared? Could you please advise? Emily. How do you do the laundry without ruining your wife's Lululemons? Easy. Don't have a wife. <laughs> there you have it. That's it. You heard it here okay, first, say, folks, from Julia Jones. Say I do have a wife, though. Like, if I have a wife, like, she likes what do to I do? Feel She's got, like, a lot of Lulus. Like, the leg is accompanied by a tender hug. That's <laughs> how I would refer to a Lululemon pant, if anyone is so lucky <laughs> to wear them. Expert Julia, I don't... I'm the wife. I don't mm. want my husband, Emily... To ruin my pants. And he keeps doing it. And they just pill and pill and pill. What can he do differently? Well, you mentioned that the pants make pills. So what you do is you cut them off and swallow them. Because washing Lululemons is difficult and a hard pill to swallow unless oh they're God. made of cloth. <laughs> that was very succinct. Honey, did you write that down? I got it, hon. Yeah, no problem. Okay. I'll make sure that's done next time. Harvest my pharmaceuticals from my pants before you put them in the washer. Should I use a razor blade or just the big garden shears like last time? No, just suck them off. Use your teeth. Suck them off. Hot. Love it. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect advice. Uh, <laughs> uh, another question from um, our, our not even callers, but our Facebook column generators. <clears throat> Whatever. Where does that dryer... Take my socks. Oh, where does that dryer? Yeah, the, oh, that, that, one. Oh, take that my socks. dryer. That oh, one. That dryer. Yeah. Not yeah. okay. Got not it. The other okay, ones. I was confused. I was confused for a second. Yeah. Um. So the dryer actually isn't taking anything. The socks are leaving. What? They're tired of. They're tired of the abuse. What abuse? They don't want to be smothered in your shoes. They don't want to be entered by your foot. It's violating. But I, I only wear socks with sandals. I wanted them to be free. I hate your sandals. That's, if you wear socks with sandals, you are the worst culprit. What? Because you're just stabbing them in the head with the thong of the shoe. Thank you, Julia, for highlighting what I as a sock go through day to day in Emily's stinky shoes. How did you get here, pink stripe? I thought I told you to get in line with the other socks in the drawer. You know I have a very rigorous sock drawer protocol. I crawled out from under the bed, hence... My tail of dust bunnies. I recently vacuumed under the bed, so either you're lying to me or there's just more way. dust bunnies already. And both of those are a problem. I'm not the problem. Your foot odor is. What's wrong with my foot odor? What does it smell like? Tarragon. Tarragon? It's not my favorite spice. I thought you liked tarragon. I've been just sprinkling it in my drawers, you know, like a little sachet of lavender. I just thought tarragon might be a little bit nicer. And I know. Because it's more masculine. I know you think it's nice, but it's in everything. Your underwear, <laughs> underwear even smells like tarragon. Yeah. And? I'm tired I of mean, it. it's nice for Justin. Try some thyme. Try some basil. Spice it up, lady. 
You're just sitting there doing... You see, it's important to ask. And you didn't. You I just assumed. So. You assumed I liked tarragon. I, I would be fine with a cayenne. But that is just a little bit too much for Mava JJ. Fancy. I don't think I can handle that. You're not shoving the socks in your vagina, Emily. I don't think you understand what a sock is. How else do you think my socks get smothered? I live a very dynamic lifestyle. The thing is, my socks and my underwear share the same drawer. So when I do the, when I sprinkle, when I do my sprinkle, I gotta get everything, all of the extremity clothing category. I don't know what you would call appendage clothing, mm -hmm. butt clothing. Mm -hmm. My butt and foot clothing is what is covered by the spices. So if I use cayenne, I am just, I'm setting myself up for a very, very itchy situation. But that's where the lemon juice comes in. Yes, lemon juice is good. The lemon juice? Yes. The lemon juice. You mix it together and it actually creates an aloe vera type effect and assures freshness throughout the day. Really? Is this like the Beyonce thing, like she did the lemon juice and the cayenne and the maple syrup or whatever? That's a genuine question. Um, I have no oh, idea. Oh, that crazy about, diet um, she went on? Yeah. Is that what you need, Sock? Because, like, look, look, Pink Stripe, like, I think you look good no matter what. I don't think you need to go on a diet. If that's what this is about, you know, like, please be assured that I think you look great and you really make my foot look nice. Okay? You, you, the stripes complement the curvature of my foot and I feel good running in you. So. That was all I needed to hear. You know, just a little TLC from your V-O-I-C-E is what I needed in my little sock life. And thank you. I, I just hope our relationship as sock and sock wearer, runner, uh, continues in a I hope so cayenne, too. lemon sort of loving way. <laughs> I hope so, too. No, come pick me out of the dryer. Come pick me out of the dryer. All right. <laughs> I can't let you know. That's that episode. Thanks, Julia. <laughs> okay, and our time is up. We Julia's gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm you kidding. gotta go. Tell us some more advice. Is what you're gonna do. That's what you're gonna exactly. do. I don't care if you have plans or not. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for the the wonderful advice, Julia. And um, that was quite the lovely tangent about socks. And please do be aware. You know, they take a they take a beating. Those socks. Emily probably uses them as tampons sometimes, and that's okay. Oh gosh, yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. I don't do. get my period, so I don't. <laughs> I just like how it feels. <laughs> it's that tender hug. <laughs> something, something snug, you know. <clears throat> a tender hug, something snug, up your bug, the gug. <laughs> Vagug. <laughs> Julia, um, last expert question. Um, is there a chip best suited for watching a show with someone? I prefer computer chips. They're small. Do you have a preference of size? <laughs> uh, microchips. I like to collect old phones, just pry them out and eat them. Isn't there like lithium in those or like... But I heard it has good uh, Yes, on my health, connectivity right? is excellent. I, some some people who it needs to be prescribed to, maybe. But eating batteries, doesn't that help with um, growing wings? <laughs> doesn't it, Julia? <laughs> That's what I read in doesn't my it? Gargoyle Encyclopedia. Well, all I the encyclopedia is... I saw you reading in the corner at that party one time at that podcast, that live podcast recording? Yeah. And you got so upset that someone didn't know who you are? Yeah. You were reading a Gargoyle Encyclopedia? Well, 
I was. It was um, Goliath's Recharge. <laughs> and Sounds like a real encyclopedia. I was out in the sun, perched on their porch, and I was reading. The party was going on, and yeah, I... I I believe I shared the title with Julia, and she said she was going to look into it because I knew she was eating lithium. Interesting. Well, Julia, now is the time to share your findings. Right. So while they could technically be considered wings growing out of your shoulder blades, it's actually just an extra pair of hands just flailing around. So, so you know, it's the jury's still out on that. Now, if there is like uh, pieces of flesh between the fingers, I would consider those wings but it's mostly hands. You're just growing an extra set of hands. That would make sense because on my back, I have a hand growing out, not the wing, but the hand with some just one? skin in the middle of the tops of my fingertips. So I'm- You've got, you've got a webbed hand growing out of your yeah. back. Yeah. Huh. So this checks out. Huh. For breakfast, I have been eating like you, some microchips and the odd, the odd cellular phone. So I think this is this is helping with my diagnosis. Thank you, expert Julia. No problem. If you- All I can tell you is that there is a pigeon out on my balcony, and I see its shadow through the curtain, and it just looks like it's in my apartment. Name it, Fred. Where does he go during the day? It's my balcony. <laughs> That's it. Only yours. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he mine. works. Okay. He works. Where's he working? He has on a job. What? Taking shits on my balcony? Hey, it's a yes. hard job. What if he's constipated and he can't perform? That's a lot of pressure for a pigeon. Well, I do leave, like, X-Wax, just sort of like a dusting of it on the railing. So, you know, just in case. Because Fred has issues, right? Like, he needs he needs a little bit of assistance in that department, in the number two department. So I bet you, like, all their little bits and foods and stuff are hard to come by. So they're probably eating things they're not used to, like garbage. I feel like pigeons in the city are used to eating garbage. Imagine picking apart plastic with your little beak. I don't want to. I don't want to imagine so that because I'm not a bird. You're right. I refuse. This is a very fun improv podcast, <laughs> by the way. It's Emily saying, no, fuck that. I did. I did know but a lot of things <laughs> yeah. Alessia said today. Sorry. You know what? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I have a question, though. Why does the smell of my two-year-old's dirty diapers linger in my nose for hours? Why does it do that? Yeah, what is that about my apartment? Maybe my nose? I don't know, but the shit smell just stays for days. Well, what are you feeding this child? Uh, just a mix of multigrain Cheerios, well, honey nut Cheerios, there's and There's a problem. Cheerios. I heard multigrain. Big no-no. <laughs> Big no-no. Big no-no. Okay. Just makes them crap like crazy. It's too healthy. <laughs> they crap like crazy. The frequency is, is, is overwhelming, but the smell is, is what the most devastating is. I, I did happen to feed my children gravy as opposed to... You do you have know, some hunky so children, I will say. My little turkey dinners. <laughs> my little turkey dinners. I mean, if you want the poop to, you know, smell better, because, I mean, it will linger no matter what. But uh, mm-hmm. feed them potpourri. Cause, potpourri. Yeah. Then they will poop potpourri, and then that will linger in your nose, and you'll be fine. Or try a solution of cayenne and lemon and maple syrup. I'm writing this all down. According to Beyonce. <laughs> or, you know, don't feed your kids. No poop. No poop. <laughs> no poop. That's true. I also think my nose hairs, I haven't trimmed them for 
40 years. What? I thought that was a mustache. Yeah. I'm sorry. You shape it with mustache wax. You like, you've got it yeah. going around. I it's get like that a, a lot. little goatee. It's... And then it's this very long, long, pointy beard that follows. I know. I know. It's, That's it's your nose It's a hair. target for both myself and for the kids when we do our evening peach to mouth throws across the living room. Oh, right. I know that game. You throw them a whole peach and then they spit out the pit and you have to catch that in your mouth. Yeah. My mouth's surrounded by my own nose hairs. Yeah. In one bite they do this? It's more of a... Like a... What? It's like a cherry, but with a peach. Yeah. You never did that? Like growing up, people would be like, pop that pit and then popping it out. But like you just are able to devour the flesh of a peach. You take your time with the peach. You respect the fruit. In one bite. It was a sort of an after lunch. Okay. Hurrah. Emily, they're large children. They're, they're, you're right. They're large children. You're they right. can eat a peach in one bite for hours. <laughs> Perfect. I know what to do now. I've got, a, I've got a Beyonce off. diet mix, mixed with not feeding my kids at all. Ever feel like you're just stuck in a situation that only grown-ups can fix? Do you need to rely on an adult to fix the horrible circumstances you've gotten yourself into? Like you got your legs stuck in your bicycle wheel, but you're 32 years old and you have no clue how it got there and you really need to get it out? You might just need Dadvice. The new advice from dads. Dad, it happened again. That's okay. I don't know. My brain's not working. But dad, I really need your help. Ooh, that's a lot of blood. Ugh, is mom there? Dadvice. Not exactly what you need, but it does get around freaking out your mom on the first attempt to request for assistance. Mom, seriously, I've been bleeding out on the side of the road for about 30 minutes, and dad just says you'll be fine. So, uh, what do I do? Ooh, that's what I was gonna say. Here, have some wine. Mom, I can't drink wine through a video call. We've been over this. I'll have yours. Mom Vice, also totally useless. Better to just figure it out for yourself and grow the fuck up. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm so glad I was recording. <laughs> Julia, do you have any, uh, maybe, uh, projects going on these days? Well, since you asked, I am working on an edit for our YouTube channel, because we're going to start releasing some videos on our channel, Big Chick Energy Sketch on YouTube. I am also working on sketches for us and for some other projects as well. Um, I am in a sketch writing competition at the moment. Hopefully I make it to the next round. We'll see what happens. Cool. Very stressful. Yes. (laughs) That's awesome. Keeping it busy. Yes. Typing those keys as much as I can. What do, what do you have planned for this evening? Uh, my mom's making a big salad. Whoa. There's cool. a Seinfeld reference here, but I don't watch the show, but I know that there is. She just <laughs> wants a big salad. That's that it. That was it? And did you know? Oh, wait. We didn't even talk about how Julia and her sister are named after Seinfeld, Elaine, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. <gasps> okay, let's so talk like, about that. So your mom just makes you big salads? Like... This is Seinfeld's more of a religion in okay. our house. So you were you were named after. Okay, so <laughs> uh, my mom. I'm the elder child. My mom got to name me. She picked the name Julia because she liked it. Mm-hmm. And then my sister was born, and then my dad got to name her. And Seinfeld was one of their favorite shows. 
Um, so he picked Elaine, A, because he liked the show, and I think he also had another friend of name Elaine at the time. So he named her Elaine, and then we just kind of came across this really weird connection that the actress who plays Elaine Bennis on Seinfeld is Julia Louis-Dreyfus. So we just tell people that, yeah, no, my parents named us after um, a character <laughs> on TV. That's awesome. <laughs> While you eat your big salads. Yes. <laughs> is that like an inside joke with the family too? Like, because everyone loves Seinfeld, I'm assuming. Yes, your family. and... Whenever Shining Star plays, like, at a wedding or a family event, everyone looks at my sister to do the Elaine dance, and she just straight up refuses. <laughs> she will not do it. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. A little Seinfeld fan. Thank you, Julia, for joining us. Thanks, Julia. Until next time. Thanks for listening to You Gotta Laugh, an improv podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and review. That helps more people like you find our podcast, and it helps us beat the algorithms. Follow us on Instagram at YGLpodcast. Send us an email at hello at YGLpodcast.com and sign up to get episodes directly into your inbox every Friday. Subscribe to You Gotta Laugh wherever you get your podcasts and share this episode with someone you think would love it. They might need a giggle yes yeah. so until next time we are Alicia Carrick and Emily Milling have a fabulous day oh.